and welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together we're working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts I've ever seen. Today we are talking about You've Got Mail. So yeah, You've Got Mail, the 1998 email-based classic <laughs> with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and so they many emails. And yeah, and they, they send emails and are problematic. Well, one of them is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, You've Got Mail. Um, yeah, I think I said 1998. It is very great. It's very seasonally appropriate. I think this movie is why we picked yeah, Tom and Meg for 100%. September because like the first whole beginning September is like is just ugh, crisp fall. fall. Um, yeah, there's that that cranberry uh, song which is just mm-hmm. like oh this is why I think of this song and crisp fall mornings. Yep, <laughs> it's true. Yep. Oh, and because every time I've been with you for the last fifteen years, uh-huh. I've just put that on uh-huh. when we've had a crisp fall morning, and it's just yeah, it's. It's in there now. This movie plus subliminally reinforced by Lindsay. Yeah. 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 Um, so You've Got Mail is a remake mm. of the 1940 film, The Shop Around the Corner, starring James Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. And there's also an incarnation called In the Good Old Summertime, which I don't, they say incarnation. I don't know if that's a film or, or if it's not linked on IMDb, which oh. is weird. Like an incarnation um, of the storyline. She loves me. Yeah. Yeah, She Loves Me, which is a stage adaptation, which reverts the action back to a parfumery, which is the setting of the original Hungarian source play. So it was a play, then it was a movie, then it was a maybe another movie, and then it was a play again. Right. And now it's a movie in 1998. And also probably, I'm going to guess, 75 Hallmark movies have this theme in it. So many fan fiction alternate universe uh, stories. Oh yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah! So or were many. Just watching that had you've got mail. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, and also um, an episode of sort of like a, a flip on it is there's an episode of uh, Star Trek Voyager, a very weird one. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, the, the Millennium Gate one. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, people know. <laughs> if they know, they know. Um, yeah, and then who knew? Dave Chappelle was an actor? Wow. I know, it's weird. Yeah. Um, according to the trivia, he tried out to play Bubba Gump mm. and didn't get it, mm-hmm. but Tom Hanks really liked him and said that he could be in, a new, in another movie with him. And that's how that happened. Which is makes more sense. Like, it's not... It's just a, like, he's very good in the role. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's just so random. Yeah, but I guess, you know, he just, you're looking for work and looking to, like, meet people and get yeah. seen by audiences and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Um, the whole, like, supporting cast, like, Parker Posey, Greg Kinnear, everybody's so good in this. Um, season. Um, yeah. What's her face from Miss Congeniality? Yeah. Perfect, perfect date. April 26th, girl. Yeah, that girl. You know. Yeah. Oh, and uh, what's her face? The daughter from ER. Yeah. Plays the, yep. plays his aunt. 
aunt. Yeah. The, yeah. the little kid aunt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sarah Ramirez just showing up. First role ever. Really? I missed no, that. What, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Happy Thanksgiving back. Oh, yeah. Huh, yeah. Cool. I like her. Um, first role of about to go into huge things. Indeed. Shortly thereafter. Yeah. A couple more years. Who knew? Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're not going to recap this movie. Like, everybody knows no. the plot of this movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was <laughs> it was interesting to have, like, sort of at the beginning of the whole, like, big box store, big bookstore mm-hmm. situation. And now, like, post-Amazon being crazy, post, like, online shopping revolution, like, multiple of them, like, the first one, e-commerce, and then, like, the COVID online shopping, like, it's so different now. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there used to be so in the states. I know there's Barnes and Noble, and there's probably some other ones. Um, and and then uh, Borders. Oh yeah, closed. Borders. Yeah, Borders closed. Um, and there's ones in like Australia and like Waterstones and all kinds of ones. And then in Canada, we had we have Indigo Chapters. I don't really understand what the difference is between Indigo and Chapters. I feel like Chapters was a bookstore, mm-hmm. and Indigo is a more of a lifestyle brand that bought chapters i don't know you didn't we didn't have scarves and mugs mm. and yeah. pillows so and yeah we candles had at chapters mm-hmm. like maybe some candles but we didn't have yeah. that stuff until indigo came in yeah but we never had like just indigo stores so yeah we had chapters and then chapters got bought by indigo and now it's like indigo chapters or just indigo um yeah which is also weird because like yeah. the indigo we go to is indigo uh-huh. but the chapters in calgary is still called chapters but yeah. it's an indigo so i don't know yeah but basically Um, like it's books it's like maybe 30 percent books in terms of like oh maybe you know it's it like space wise it's more more, it's like 60 percent books 40 percent everything else but Mm -hmm. um in terms of like what they're marketing to you it's not books like (laughs) no it's not and i'm fine with it i was looking at this fox books and thinking about if it had gotten an indigo rebrand and like there's so many places in this place that you could like think of all the blankets that they could sell. Exactly. There. Yeah. And the pillows. Yeah. So <laughs> just like looking sort of went, around my house mm-hmm. and looking at all of the things that are from Indigo. Yeah. Just everywhere around me. Yeah. Partly because it's and like, like no books. down the street. <laughs> yeah. It's where we buy all our Christmas presents. Uh-huh. Basically. Yeah. And But then like all this, like this sort of past year, I've been hearing a lot of stuff from like some of the smaller authors I follow on Twitter um, that basically Barnes and Noble has been like completely like manipulating the publishing industry as well and also kind of screwing themselves over from actually like having customers it's like they're not really interested in having actual customers they just are like wanting to Mm -hmm. influence the publishing industry because basically like they were doing things like not pre-ordering or not ordering any books by authors unless people were already ordering them so like if a if an author had a book coming out they wouldn't order that book unless enough people pre-ordered it at that like to a specific store because it was up to like each store, but then like, how are people supposed to find out about books? I know, and that's the so thing. Weird. Of like, of course it's hard. Like, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, exists. but that's like, gonna... but it's yeah. just yeah. Like, if you're gonna be a store, you have to take the risk yeah. of buying. What if books? you're gonna like be a bookstore? Like, have books for people to look at. That's not just yeah. like John Grisham or whatever the newest, like the new incarnation of John Grisham is, right? Like, be more yeah. than just an airport bookstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I'm not surprised that they're doing poorly. And also, I think the little bookstores, like, that did make it through that sort of first wave have actually done a lot better because they've found a way to, like, 
you know, with online ordering and social media, like find audiences. Um, yeah. And like find a niche that's, you know, not going to whatever the big box store is, at least in like certain neighborhoods and for like maybe certain kinds of books. So yeah. Cause yeah, like I wouldn't trust anybody at Indigo to like recommend a book to me. Right. Like, <laughs> whereas like there's a, it's been around for mm, at least 30 years, if probably more than that. There's a kids bookstore that has a couple locations here. It's called Vancouver kids books. And like the people that they get that work there are amazing. And like, you know, if you just are like, Hey, my kid or my niece or whatever really liked these books, what can I get her? Like what's the next level up or whatever? Like their staff is really awesome. So, um, yeah, you know, it's possible. It just, you know, yeah, we'll talk about her business closing in this. Um, oh, but yeah, this the the scenery and the like atmosphere of like being in New York in the crisp fall is ugh, the mm-hmm. main reason I love this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. So and the sweaters at the, the ugh, fall festival, like that's kind the of thing. I'm like, why do I never experience that? We've had a couple of closed ones during Apple Fest. Yeah, yeah. The UBC it's like not raining. UBC Apple Fest the first one we went to yeah not the one where we were literally like wringing out our clothing um yeah that one or um i don't know just like maybe not specific festivals but just like going over like walking like a unusual part of the city that we don't usually go to in the fall mm-hmm. yeah that kind of thing yeah yeah um actually leaf peeping exactly yeah, yeah. good stuff yeah so but yeah like the whole little like um little like cart spinny ride and the face painting and stuff i'm sure there's like you know neighborhoods and stuff that have things that we just don't go to them (laughs) yeah and i think like it's it's really hard here yeah because the rain you don't know what you're gonna get if it's gonna rain like Mm -hmm. fall is ruined like not just the day that your festival is but the leaves are useless yeah they're they're gone and they they start smelling real real soon (laughs) real bad so it depends we definitely have had some really good ones Mm -hmm. i think I think like it's one of those things of 2020. We had a great long cherry blossom yeah. spring, and then a really nice fall. It was like, sorry, here's some nice weather. It was kind of how it went. So yeah, so Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. I don't even remember their character names. Uh, Joe Fox and Kathleen. Kathleen yeah, Kathleen Kelly. So yeah, so they have met in like a AOL forum and you know, for people over 30, even though they're both in relationships, why are you going on a dating forum if you're in a relationship? Um, well, it was a over 30 forum. I don't know if that was, Oh, it was just like, supposed a, to be just for dating or just for people who are over 30. I, it's unclear. Yeah. It's going to look up how old she was. Cause she's like, I went in as a joke. I'm like, I don't, I think she went in like, cause she was freshly 30. I think that was, that was the vibe I got from it. Um, yeah. So they've met, online but never in person and like aren't really sharing any like actual identifying information although i think she knows that he's in new york i don't know if he knows that she's in new york it's unclear i mean um, he figured yeah, it out eventually the, no because the she was on the subway with the butterfly got off to buy a hat oh yeah to yeah yeah, yeah eventually all hats are. yeah eventually okay, they do. so she was born in 61 so she was 37 oh okay in this so i don't know if she was if they're playing her younger. Maybe. Which I don't think so, because yeah. she would have to have the bookstore for a long time. But anyway. Um, or if she was just feeling old. I don't know. Yeah, or just, Doesn't like, matter. decided to, you know, maybe the whole, like, going on the whole forums in general was the joke. Right? Like, maybe yeah. she'd just been using internet for, like, I don't know, oh. emails and stuff. And then, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. So do you like what were chat rooms like? Um, I, I didn't really use chat rooms like that. I remember using because like I would have been still kind of young and yeah, I remember using it was more like bulletin boards. So like you'd be maybe on a website or on yeah like yeah it was more bulletin board rather than chat room so it would be like um i'm trying to think i don't really have any like super strong recollections of much of it mostly because like for a lot of the time of like the early internet i was like of that age where you know you were getting told not to talk to strangers on the internet um yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah and also i just like don't have a good memory of stuff um yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. It's just one of those things of like, you wandered, she wandered into this chat room and then they started talking about New York. And I'm like, how? I just yeah. like, it, it's even as a geriatric millennial, this is a piece of information that I'm missing. Yeah. But that's fine. You don't have to explain yeah. it. We'll find a Gen X somewhere yeah. and they can tell us what happened. We need John Green. <laughs> yeah, I remember more like, um, yeah, like bulletin boards where there was like, um, like threads about like, so you'd be like, wasn't just a single room it would be like a bunch of message like a message board sorry not a bulletin board a message board Mm. and then there would be like different threads about stuff so like i remember being on one about like star trek and then there'd be like a thread about like different episodes and spoilers and blah 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 yeah 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 Yeah. okay but yeah so not Um, really chat room because i don't remember there being like live chatting yeah not until not until like ICQ. ICQ, yeah, and then ICQ MSN. I only used with like people I already knew. I wasn't like mm-hmm. meeting yeah, random sure. people on ICQ and MSN. It was just like instead of what like how I would text or whatever. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so they meet, and then she's like worried about her store going out of business when the big bookstore opens. But then she like doesn't do anything to like no improve her business. Like she does the the sort of PR piece with her journalist boyfriend which is a good idea mm-hmm. but then like she has like four full-time staff plus herself is that right no three full-time staff plus herself three full-time yeah plus herself and she's like giving out brand new cloth bags with every order for free mm-hmm. um she could have like had re- like less hours or like you know do you need four yeah like and staff? that's the thing in yeah. your notes is yeah. like she doesn't do anything yeah to cost cut costs on her mm-hmm. end. like she does this pr thing which also like i didn't really realize until this time was during christmas like it was in between thanksgiving and christmas when she's doing this pr thing yeah and like if this pr thing plus christmas doesn't improve your sales yeah then is it like it's not gonna happen yeah exactly it's christmas and it's children's books like what are you doing yeah like, especially when they like she knows that the other store has like not good sales staff for Christmas books. Like, yeah. are they literally like having people in the store telling them about books and then they go across the street and buy them? Cause like that is not yeah, shown. Exactly. But you know, I'm yeah. sure people do. Did so, it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like moving to a different location where people aren't using your store as a resource, laying off some employees or having reduced hours. Yeah. And then it basically, it seems like it fails so fast. Cause she, by, the time there's cherry blossoms so like april she's been on like she's had the store closed for ages by then yeah yeah i think it closes like i would guess like end of february yeah is my guess like it's the end of winter yeah so it took like 
three, four months, yeah. which seems like a like really extreme. Like, yeah, that's like you don't even know four months at a big bookstore. Like that could that could definitely be a blip, right? Of like this is all new. Let's wait until people get used to it and pick what they like. Like, yeah, rather seems than like, that, like they're just really going big to the decision new... to make so quickly. Yeah, yeah within a quarter. Mm-hmm. And one of those parts of that quarter is Christmas. Yeah. And also it's not like, like I could see, you know, like, yeah, you can run out of money really fast, but like she didn't get a job. Like she just decided to write children's books. Yeah. She said she had a bit of savings and I'm like, okay, I don't, it doesn't talk about if she owns her apartment or not. I don't know how she would own her apartment unless it was also her mom's. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, and like maybe she sold, not so much the business, like she would have sold off her inventory, but like if she'd sold, say, the lease on her, on the store, maybe mm. that yeah, that helped with helped. some money. I don't know. I don't know how New York commercial real estate works. Yeah, <laughs> <Me either. laughs> but yeah, yeah, like it's just extreme. Like when the store is completely empty, all four of them are working. Yeah, like why? some of that might have been that like they were just there to like be supportive at the end but yeah yeah it was super weird um yeah and then what else so then around then is when she starts meeting meeting with joe as joe but he has found out that she is shop girl shop Mm -hmm. so before they met and they were antagonistic yeah. to each other. Mm-hmm. One was too proud and the other was too prejudiced. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. And like, um, and he, you know, and he calls himself out on it of like, you know, when I'm nervous, I sort yeah. of like overcompensate by kind of being an asshole, basically. And I was like, yes, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. And like, they keep almost running into each other or actually running into each other as even though they hate each other or like they say they hate each other. Well, they're um, all in the yeah. in the book world. Exactly. And in the same neighborhood, right? So they like almost see each yeah. other at the grocery store and everywhere. So, yeah. But as soon as like he starts trying to lay the ground for her to like him as both him and his online persona. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like cringy yeah it's hard because it's both swoony and cringy yeah so there's so many parts of it where like when he's comes to her house and he like leans forward to make her stop talking Mm. and you're just like yes and when they're being so charming with a 152 yes yeah what that means people who think he looks like a clark bar like all of that stuff is really fun and hilarious and charming but there's so many things that i'm like I, I don't know, like, are you gaslighting her? Are you just lying and being a really creepy? Like, yeah. it's a huge lie, obviously. It's not a live omission. No. Anymore. Because he's... Yeah, like, when he... Asking her things or saying things that... And, like, getting like, her to, to talk about him. Her. That yeah. he doesn't know... That she doesn't know that it's him. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not a, it's not that big of a deal that he, like, you know... Like, the scene in the coffee shop that he doesn't identify himself like I mean it's not great but it's not it's not that bad but then when it continues for so long and then he's like 
he's really charming her as himself and that like you know and you can see that they're falling for each other as themselves but he still doesn't like isn't honest with her it's like ooh. yeah but then also if he had been honest with her the the movie would end because there's no happily ever after exactly. yeah so it's hard <sighs> yeah yeah and like the line at the end when she's like i i wanted it to be you like kind of helps but like mm-hmm. i think it's similar i wanted it to be, like that line is similar to the ending like both of these movies are mm-hmm. kind of similar but the endings are so good sleepless mm-hmm, in seattle mm-hmm. and this is that they're so good and she like tries to make it like that line helps a bit but again like you play to the end of the tape and you're like even if you have that thought i wanted it to be you and then you're like take a step back and like be like replay the interactions over the last yeah 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 and you're like whoa 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 whoa, whoa, yeah i'm like oh but like where's your spine why aren't you mad at him like you can yeah and like yeah or like how long did you know mm -hmm. and yeah how did you find out why you made my store go out of business and like how long have you been doing this did you give me bad advice when you told me to go to yeah. the mattresses, like all of that stuff, like everything yeah. that she's ever told him online mm-hmm. would be questioned. He didn't know who and she was when he told her to go to the mattresses. Yeah. So, I yeah. know. But still, yeah. No, it's just real bad. Um, okay. Shall we summarize some tropes? Yay. Um, yeah. Mistaken identities and big freaking secrets. Yep. Big secrets. Um, so we have the nice, boring boyfriend. Yes. So boring. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, she doesn't love him. No. Ever at all. It's weird that they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, although he's hilarious and amazing, and I love yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Greg Kinnear for life. <laughs> so I'm fine with yeah. it. Um, and then the girlfriend who's so bad. Yeah. That you're like, why, why are you together? I think like, they're together. It's really like a, they're like dating out of convenience because they're like both in the sort of publishing book industry yeah, and like so. mm-hmm. he's rich and she's important in that like you know an yeah. important editor or whatever. So yeah, like power. Game. Yeah, basically. Um, and then it is it feels kind of like a flip of like the standard sort of boring rom com where it's like the girls with an evil businessman kind of guy mm. and it makes a really quirky guy but in this one she's with a quirky i mean he's boring as i'll get out but he's quirky because he's like obsessed with typewriters and weird history and you know like if he yeah. was you know if he, if he was the charming one instead of the evil businessman that like it would be yeah it would be it would the be other the way opposite. around yeah mm-hmm. yeah no, that's um, a good one and then like the whole like enemies to lovers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Tom and Meg tropes of amazing soundtracks. Yes, amazing soundtrack. Really good, really good endings after one of the characters is a little yeah. bit sketch. Oh, and then also it's like the same weird like computer generated um, opening credits. Oh, map thing. Like in this one, it was yeah. like the you know sort of zooming in on a like computer generated map of New York, um, and until you're at like street yep. level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oof. into it and um somewhere over the rainbow yes is in both as yeah well. and yeah and the same mix of like current songs and like old school songs yeah to mm-hmm. give it that sort of like classic timeless yeah. kind of vibe um bechdel test yeah, yeah. good yeah. she talked you know she talks um, about her own work she's got her own life outside of who she's dating yeah yeah and like until 
like the plot actually starts, mm-hmm. there isn't actually a problem with her talking, aside from the fact that she has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But um, like talking to him over email, like isn't really an no, issue. No. Like she's got her life, and it's not taking over her life, and she's not yeah changing herself for a man. Like she never actually changes herself for a man. No, not at all. So yeah, he changes. Yeah, thank goodness. Or yeah. matures, mm-hmm. or, or like stops pretending to. Yeah, somebody who's not like to, to be, be like his dad. His dad. Yeah. 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 Um. Do you have a hot take? Yeah. Well, I think it's similar. Like what we were talking mm-hmm. about. Like, like I don't know. I think it's just manipulation. Yeah. I don't know if there's an actual no, term just, like gaslighting. It's is not really hard. gaslighting. It's it's not yeah. really, but it's the cousin of gaslighting. Yeah. It's just maybe? like yeah, manipulative know. lying. Yeah. yeah. Um, like misrepresenting. But my real hot take is. That I like it better than Sleepless and Oh, yeah, same. Uh, same, because they actually yeah. spend time together. They spend time together, yeah. and they're so charming. Yeah, and they have more in common. And, yeah. 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 And, yeah. yeah, even though I love them both. Yeah, I like this one more. Yep. Oh, good one to save for the end. Okay, let's build a pie. But it's apple pie, because it's oh fall. <laughs> it's fall, and we got so many slices. Yeah, or a pumpkin pie. That's easy to cut into small pieces. Mm. Um... Okay. Um, like vintage retro '90s technology. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I mean, if it wasn't sort of a storyline set in the world of like email and chat rooms, I would say like five percent. But it's a lot of the plot is like delivered through like reading of emails and texts. So. Reading of emails and um. There's other good stuff too. Like there's some cell phones. There's I'm trying to remember what else there was. Just like oh the, the VCRs. The re- I think it mainly is the them like using email and AOL. But then yeah. also around is like the really big computers. Yeah. Um, oh, the and monitors her, that are so big. Her giant. She has a laptop in bed and it's giant. It's like it's so big. Yeah. It's like six like inches tall. Yeah. yeah. And like. Like, I keep watching her in that scene. Like, she's, like, in her... Both of them are in their bed with their laptops yeah. on. I'm like, those things are going to overheat, yeah. and you're going to lose everything. Your legs. Oh, God. Yep. Um. So maybe, like, like 40%? Is that too high? Yeah. No, I think... No, I think it's good, because it's obviously important to the plot. Like, even dial-up is important to, the like, the beginning of the plot. I turn on my computer. I anxiously wait for it to dial-up. Like, you know, there's a lot of arguments about making this kind of movie now and like you could definitely do it with avatars and stuff but the part where the anticipation part yeah the anticipation and also gone. like um not you know not having mobile internet is it, it like you'd have to rewrite a lot of the stuff to get around that um okay starbucks being starbucks. new and cool and a huge part of your personality and it's like oh yeah it's so true so huge and like the whole thing of it being a thing of like making a choice Mm -hmm. in your Mm -hmm. life and it being a huge craze and all that stuff yeah Mm, maybe like five percent yeah i think so um somebody saw it called out in the credits but Mm. the whole monologue when he's talking about starbucks Mm -hmm. she orders a tall macchiato something like that (laughs) and it's in a grande cup um (laughs) Like and also like the way that the people are flowing, like the they're like talking to the barista at the espresso bar, and then they get their coffee and, and they don't. Yeah, not sure like, where they pay pays. for it. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was strange. Yeah, it's really weird and also like incredibly fast. Yeah. Like I've never made a macchiato in that amount. No, of time it was like five seconds. When there's a line free. that long. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Tom Hanks playing another Joe. I know. Oh, he's so he's charming. very charming. Yeah, he's very charming, but he also like plays a believable asshole. But you still yeah, like, and that's what it unwillingly is. charmed by him. It's really mm-hmm. annoying. That's definitely why they have the children in there. Yes. Yeah, to lighten he's the asshole. an asshole, and then he like hangs out with his child, his brother and yeah. aunt, and you're just like, he's like in the train and like pretending to do the strongman thing, and you're just like, oh my yeah. god, Tom oh, Hanks, you're so and charming. He has dog. Ugh, I just want to snuggle yeah. that dog. He's so cute. I know. Um, like thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about all the Godfather references. No, nope, we have not. Um, have you seen no. the Godfather? Do I want to watch the Godfather? No. Me either. <laughs> nope. Do I have any interest in the Godfather or people who talk at me about the Godfather? Because it's not about the Godfather. They're never talking no. to me about the Godfather. It's at. No, of course. Um, no, the only yeah. good experience that I've had with the Godfather is this and Brooklyn Nine Nine, where they're trying to tell. Captain Hole the Boat, somebody being the Fredo, and Charles keeps calling everybody in relation to Diane, Ke- Diane Keaton's character. <laughs> just like, Diane Keaton's husband. Diane Keaton's brother-in-law. Diane Keaton's other oh brother-in-law. Gosh. And Captain Hold's like, this is helping. Thank you. <laughs> Adorable. Um, maybe like 10%? Is that too much? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. No, it's a big part of like yeah, it's, it's a huge a plot amount of the plot of the movie as well as um, and the the joke yeah. with uh, Frank is incredible. Yes, so, that's true. When she's yeah, so true. Um, and then finally, we have Meg Ryan wearing awesome sweater sets and so many beige clothes, so many beige <laughs> clothes, and just like she's with Joe at the end wearing like horrible khakis, like oh the, the giant khakis, khakis. yeah. The, they're so big and they're pleated yeah. and it's like Joshua Lyman, but like more. Yeah. They did look really attractive comfy though. They're like high waist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's got a sweater yeah. set that's like maybe pale blue. And then she goes inside to change to meet like the guy and she's wearing a beige dress sweater set. No, yeah, so no, she's like, wearing like a beige linen dress. But it's really nice. It's a beautiful dress. And then like a linen. It's really nice. Or like, like a, like a mohair um, or like alpaca or something blue like cardigan yeah yeah that like matches yeah it's like she has no no, color no color and she has no purse or keys yeah i'm like "Mm." so yes she like changes from one sweater set into another one basically um so i think we have a fancier one i think it's 15 percent. yeah that seems about fair (laughs) yeah Um, yeah i mean yeah we could have put more things in the pie but this seems like a good mix of a pie well yeah i had some other Things like um, this movie has amazing gifts, uh, mainly of Tom Hanks typing. I mean, Parker Posey is incredible. Oh, yeah. The elevator scene is yeah. amazing. Actually, I feel like if we change mm-hmm. Starbucks to coffee, I feel like we should give that 10%. Mm-hmm. And then Meg Ryan's, like the sweater sets and stuff, 10%. Yes. I think that's good. Okay. So, yeah. 90s technology, ugh, 40%. Uh, Charming, charming Tom Hanks, thirty percent. Charming, charming asshole Tom Hanks, also thirty percent. Um, and then ten percent each for uh, Starbucks and all the coffee, The Godfather, and sweater sets slash beige linen yeah. clothing. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, there's just so much of this movie is in my life. Yes. Like, I just walked past the nut store mm-hmm. on my way to the grocery, the bank yeah. the other day, and I was like, this place is a tomb. I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. <laughs> um. Oh, so cute. Okay. Yeah. Do we think that they would stay together? I don't know. I feel better about them in this than I do in Sleepless. Yes. Um, yeah. Because at least she knows. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows right away. Yeah. There's no more secrets afterwards. And they were friends. Yeah. So she can forgive him for this giant lie. Yeah, yeah. If he can... And also for putting her out of business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, if he can explain the lie and, yeah. like, recover from that. And then, yeah, I mean... You know, she seemed to be really happy. And I think she would be a really amazing, like, children's book editor. Honestly, I was like, Mm -hmm. she's trying to be both a business and a library. Like, I mean, you don't make any money as a librarian. But, like, she'd be an amazing children's librarian. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I have hopes. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Um, Oh, I was just going to say, similarly to the characters of the, at least this version, are also loosely based on... um, once he explained himself, Elizabeth forgave Mr. Darcy. It's true. So, yeah. Yeah. So if he's got a decent enough explanation. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a hard one, though, because he was, like, so blatantly mm-hmm. lying. It wasn't like... Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'll wait yeah. until it comes up. and But then, you know, like, they talked for weeks, it seemed like, about, like, mm-hmm. her talking to him and her asking yeah. her online friend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like there's so much of him asking her about what he she thinks about yeah. him. Yeah, that's the part that is really yeah. icky. And like and like both ways yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. So so, you know, I don't know. Um okay, what do we have next? We have really weird yep. months <laughs> of kind of Europe, but also a surprise schedule change. Indeed. Yeah. So yeah. So our next movie on this feed will be uh, we'll be talking about "Call Me by Your Name," um, which I've seen and really enjoyed, uh, and I don't think Lindsay's seen. So it'll be interesting. But you haven't seen "Under the." I have not. Which will be our one at the end of the month. Yeah. 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 Just in time for Mm -hmm. Halloween. Nothing says Halloween like indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we do have a super exciting. episode for the patreon in october we are doing the new hallmark movie a splash of love which is about a orca researcher mm-hmm. who falls in love with another or we don't I, really I don't know. know i've watched it yet <laughs> we'll find out um uh, maybe a grad student who falls in with, falls in love with a naturalist i don't know but there are orcas and from what i've seen they're not good orcas <laughs> yeah or like bad science orcas and some beautiful scenery is what i've got so far and romance. and romance, obviously. What more could we want? We might have a special guest. We will, we have, will a have a special guest. guest. We might do one or two or three different podcasts within <laughs> this podcast episode. It's a perfect time for you to join us on Indeed. Patreon at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club. We have this month we did Joe versus the Volcano, which was like the least problematic out of these three yeah, movies. Yeah, pretty much. Is or like... It was problematic, but not in terms of the romance storyline. The relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It had other problems. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, there was much less, you know, lying. Lying. And stalking. stalking. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. 
Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Don't forget that you can rate or review us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. Or you can head to our website, chartsandhearts.com, where you can send us your suggestions for rom-coms to add to the list. Yeah. And in the meantime, let us know your thoughts on this movie and Tom and Meg and what you which one you mm, think is the mm-hmm. best between sleepless and you've got yes. mail we know that joe is an outlier, it's an outlier it's both we're okay worse than better i don't it it yeah it's like comparing apples and mm, marshmallows mm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let us know your thoughts on these two and your and if you want sharpened pencil bouquets mm. merch and in the meantime we don't have an outro but happy fall hooray we should go leaf peeping and write an outro <laughs> Yes, we should. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.